When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 420 of Sustainable Minimalists. This is a show about intentional and eco-friendly minimalist living. On today's show, we're discussing the why and the how behind taking something that has been pre-used, pre-loved, wrapping it up, sticking it in a box, and putting it under the Christmas tree or giving it to our family and friends this holiday season. Now, according to a recent survey, the average American is expected to spend around $1,500 on the holidays this year. $1,500. Holy moly. Now, if you're like me, you definitely want to stretch your budget. We are in a period of inflation, are we not? And we want to be more sustainable. We don't want to buy what's new and shiny if what's new and shiny is not going to be loved on by the person we're giving it to. And so my guest today is here to motivate us all to shop secondhand for gifts. I know it is so revolutionary, isn't it? Stay with me. Poshmark is a fashion resale marketplace, and this year, Poshmark is spearheading its second annual Secondhand Sunday. It takes place on November 26th during the busiest shopping period of the year, and Secondhand Sunday encourages you and me to turn to more affordable and sustainable items this year. Not only is it better for the planet, but hey, we can find unique items and be a little bit creative in our gifting this year. So here to speak with me all about that is Kelly Mason. She is head of communications over at Poshmark. Kelly, I'm so excited to have you on the show. How are you? I am great. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you and I'm excited to talk about the holiday that Poshmark created, Secondhand Sunday. It's one thing to buy something secondhand, especially a fashion item for myself, but it's a whole other thing to wrap it up, put it in a box, put it under the tree and give it to somebody, a secondhand item for the holiday. So I want to talk about the big mindset shift, the cultural mindset shift that needs to happen. But let's talk secondhand for a minute. My listeners are quite aware of the benefits of shopping secondhand. But for anybody who's new or, you know, not quite on board, why would we buy something that somebody's already used? Tell us, what are the benefits to shopping for secondhand for ourselves, but also perhaps for others? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a great place to start. So there are a lot of benefits to shopping secondhand. First, I think the one that many of your listeners will be very familiar with is that rather than using resources to create something entirely new, you're buying something that's already out there in the market. So it's environmentally sustainable in a way that going to retail store and buying something off the shelf is not. The other thing, especially appealing in today's environment, is just the deals, right? You can get something at a better price, perhaps used, lightly used, in some cases not used at all, right? Maybe it was something that was hanging in someone's closet and just wasn't the right fit for them. The deals that you could score on a secondhand marketplace are often much, much better that you'll find even from the big sales at retailers. One of the last benefits that I think people don't necessarily think of, but is super important, is that when you buy secondhand, you're often supporting an individual seller. In a platform like Poshmark, we're made up of millions of people who have opened up their closet to sell items, or perhaps they've started a resale business and they use that to support their family. So when I buy a sweater or a dress from a seller on Poshmark instead of from a large retailer, I'm helping to support their small business. So that's another benefit that really makes shopping secondhand oftentimes a lot more personal than shopping uh, in a mall or on a large e-commerce platform. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that last benefit. We tend to forget, or at least I tend to forget, that when we're shopping on a fashion resale marketplace, we're supporting a human being (laughs) instead of a no-name corporation. We're supporting, I should say, we're supporting a human being first, I would say. But talk to me about your own personal transition to secondhand. I'm curious because I did not grow up in a home in which we were buying secondhand items. It was, And we were not wealthy by any means, but we bought new, even if the thing that was new was cheap junk, but it was always new. We would only take in secondhand items, especially clothes, if we knew the person they were coming from. We knew they were, I don't know, hygienic maybe or clean or I don't even know, but secondhand was not a thing we did, at least in my household in the 80s and 90s. So talk to me about your secondhand lifestyle. How did you get here? And how do you suggest those of us who grew up like me make the transition? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in a very similar household, right? Like we weren't, my parents weren't sourcing vintage items or, you know, wrapping up secondhand toys and putting them under the Christmas tree. The emphasis was on new. But I think we're in a different world today. You know, I think there are some really encouraging signs. There are some discouraging signs, right? Like the the prevalence of Amazon and just that ease of getting something on your doorstep, you know, within hours in some cases. But there's also a bigger conversation happening, um, largely driven by younger generations on the benefits of shopping secondhand, right? And how amazing it feels to go, you know, do a thrift haul and find a hidden gem or to buy from someone else, or to find a great deal on a platform like a Facebook marketplace, right? I know you you yourself are a parent, you talk to other parents. I know for me, I quickly realized how much stuff can come with having children. And to me, it was incredibly liberating and exciting to think, I can actually tap into this network of other parents and moms who maybe, you know, no longer have need for certain items that I can use for my kids. 
my kids are younger, so to them, it's going to be invisible, right? Like they don't know that the jacket that I, that I got for them this season is secondhand. But my hope is that as they get older, that's, that's something that can become the norm. Having worked in retail for a couple of years before I joined Poshmark, you know, you start to become aware of how much is produced every season, every year, and the amount that actually doesn't get sold in stores or online. Where does it go? You know, you start to ask those questions. And I think for all of us, you know, it's important to ask those questions and have that awareness and then think about what are some of the micro actions that we can all take to make more sustainable choices and maybe find an item that's already out there being circulated in the marketplace and make its lifespan go a little bit longer. Hmm. You said something there that was right on point. (laughs) And it was that back, at least when I grew up, the 80s and the 90s, right? We lived in a different world. We didn't know, we didn't understand perhaps the effect of our reverence for new stuff unlimited new stuff. We didn't understand the connection between our overconsumption habits and what we're doing to the planet. And the difference is that now we know. (laughs) We know we can turn away if we want, we can cover our eyes, but now we know. And so enter Secondhand Sunday. There's Black Friday. I'm not sure what Saturday is. Tell me if you remember. Secondhand Sunday, as per Poshmark, there's Giving Tuesday. I forgot what Monday is, but every day is something. Cyber Monday, yeah. Oh, it's Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday. Is that right? Okay. How would Secondhand Sunday fit into the consumerism during the holidays conversation in an ideal world? Like, how would it look if we were all on board? I mean, I think the, the goal behind Secondhand Sunday is really to your point earlier, it's about changing the conversation, right? It's about really bridging this gap between being open to receiving a secondhand gift and having people actually buy secondhand gifts for one another. So what we're wanting to do is really one, help encourage that conversation. We we want people to go online to talk about you know, when they source secondhand gifts, we want people to share secondhand gift wish lists with others. we really just want people to be a part of that conversation and to think about shopping a little bit differently this year. If I think about like some of the big, you know, sort of trends in gifting or what people care about, people do want items that are affordable and they want items that are personal and that are going to last. And I think secondhand shopping is a great way to hit all of those, to check all those boxes, right? Because you can get deals. You can find things that are really personal to somebody And you can look for items that maybe you wouldn't necessarily buy full price brand new on a shelf, but buying secondhand really opens up your options. So I think for us, it's turn to Poshmark, turn to other platforms, think about how you can gift in a meaningful way. And maybe it's not 100% right away. You know, it might be unrealistic for some of us to go 100% secondhand for everybody that we have on our gift list. But we can start somewhere, right? We can think about our friend who's a vintage lover or maybe somebody who's really into the Barbie craze and would be interested in a vintage Barbie or is really into sustainable brands. And you can find all of those things on a secondhand platform. So what we're hoping is that people take some of those steps and hopefully it's more and more every year so that the gifting conversation can really change. So that sounds lovely, Kelly, and I'm on board. I mean, I'm thinking about getting a first edition 
classic book, a piece of literature. I mean, I'm on board with that. A, a, a Barbie, perhaps, for a Barbie lover. But Poshmark, in particular, is a fashion resale marketplace. And I'm wondering whether there's a difference between a book and a Barbie versus a piece of clothing. What do you think? I think for many people, clothing can be a very personal thing. So it, it depends a little bit on who you're buying for. And mostly you want your gifts to be meaningful to the person that you're buying for, right? Like that's kind of step one. But beyond that, what people are thinking about today in their purchases, whether it's something for themselves or for someone else, is what happens to this item, right? Like it might be immediately loved, but is this something that's going to be lasting? You know, is it durable? Does it have a life beyond maybe this next owner? And that's where we really see secondhand strengths come to life. So people are considering the resale value of items when they purchase them. So I think that that can apply to gifts too, right? Like maybe instead of lots of little tchotchke for your kids, you think about something that would be really special to them. And that's a way, I think, to introduce a little bit more sustainability into the gift-giving process in addition to shopping secondhand. Mm. So as you're talking there, Kelly, I'm thinking about the people that I buy gifts for. And my daughters, they're nine and six. To be frank, I've given them secondhand clothing items, secondhand everything. I've wrapped it up, put it under the tree, no box, no receipt, no tags. They don't care. They don't care. They just care about the quantity of items. However, there are other people that I shop for. I'm thinking about my parents, my in-laws, the older generations, perhaps. If I were to wrap up a secondhand especially piece of clothing and give it to them. <laughs> they would talk about me behind my back so hard. <laughs> so I'm wondering if there's any uh, market research you've done perhaps to inform us as to are there certain subsets of the population that are more willing to try secondhand holidays or not? Yeah. So let me answer that in two parts. Um, we have done some research. So last year we worked with Morning Consult. We did a survey on secondhand gifting. And one of the things that we found is that about a third of people say that they would consider buying a secondhand gift, but over 90% of people are open to receiving a secondhand gift. So what that tells us is that people are actually more receptive than you might think. Now onto your point about you know your parents there is potentially a generational difference here, right? Like there might be a little bit more acceptance and willingness with Gen Z and younger generations who sort of grew up in this era of like, I care about the environment. I understand what's at stake. Thrifting is cool, right? Like all of these ideas that I think are really transforming the conversation for those younger generations. But still, I mean, over 90%, that's most people. That's the vast majority of people. So I think that there is more willingness than people actually think that there is. The other thing I would say is that there is so much waste in the fashion industry, right? Like there are so many items that don't actually get sold. What happens to those? And what you see is some of these secondhand sellers who make a full-time job out of, out of resale, they're finding ways to source these materials, to source these items that might go to landfill and basically keep them in the economy, right? So if you're buying for somebody who maybe 
wants to see that it's new, right? Like they want the tag, they want the box, they want that feeling of being the first owner. You can still shop on a secondhand marketplace and you can find an item that's not necessarily like new on the shelf, but it's going to be new to that person, you know, and it's still going to be a new with tags, new in box item. And I think that's one thing people don't necessarily expect when they shop places like Poshmark, but there are, there are tons of items. About 30% of our inventory is actually new with tags items that people are selling. Well, I have to talk about your new with tags option because when I was, and this is complete honesty here, when I first started caring about sustainability and started thinking about, okay, well, what can I do within the confines of my own home to not be 100% wasteful, to not be the over consumer, let's say, you know, secondhand, but I wasn't yet, and I am now, but I was not at that moment in time on board with the secondhand. However, the bridging of the gap for me was the new with tags option. I mean, nobody else has worn it. It's brand new for all intensive purposes, right? And it's way cheaper and I'm keeping it out of the landfill. And so I'm so happy that you mentioned the new with tags option. It's just a little filter. You click it and then voila, new with tags. So I love that. I mean, I'm on board with that 100% and who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be on board with getting something basically new with tags on it for a fraction of the price? I mean, you don't even have to be environmental leaning to be on board with that. Kelly, we have to talk about perhaps the conversation that should take place prior to the opening of the gifts. I'm interested in your thoughts on that. We're going to take our ad break, but when we come back, I'm looking for your best thoughts on having a conversation with our relatives and giving them secondhand gifts, perhaps for the first time. So we'll do that after a quick sponsor break. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items, and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch. They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection 
They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. And we're back. Today I'm speaking with Kelly Mason. Kelly is the head of communications over at Poshmark. And if you don't know what Poshmark is, first of all, where have you been? Poshmark is a leading fashion resale marketplace, and today we're talking about Secondhand Sunday. Before the break, Kelly, you made the really great point about new with tags, and I think of new with tags as dipping a little toe into mm, secondhand shopping, perhaps. However, I'm wondering whether we need to have a conversation with our loved ones before we buy a pair of vintage denim jeans, wrap them up and stick them under the tree (laughs) and just like cross our fingers and hope it goes well. The gift giving exchange for many families is deeply rooted in decades of tradition and changing it up can cause interpersonal conflict. I know (laughs) this is off topic, but one year my mother suggested to her siblings that Instead of buying gifts for everybody, because that was getting overwhelming and nobody loved what they got and it was just like a thing we were doing, we'd instead do a Yankee swap. That turned into a gigantic family fight. (laughs) Some people wanted to do things the old way. Some people wanted to do things the new way. And so I'm wondering what your thoughts are. Do you think there needs to be a conversation? And if so, how do we broach that conversation? Yeah, absolutely. And I I think there does need to be a conversation. And I think it's a great way to start, right? It's, and a lot of it can actually start with you, right? When people ask you, what do you want to receive for a gift this year, right? To just have those conversations and maybe throw out an idea or two that is a vintage item or, you know, something that you've seen on a platform like Poshmark and you know that you can get a great deal there. We're actually introducing gift cards later this year. So that's another option, right? Like people can actually buy what they want. And I I know for some people, it's just that act of opening a present. You want to give something to somebody and you want it to be meaningful. So to your point, like start the conversation with yourself. Give people ideas that are sort of, you know, dipping their toe into the realm of secondhand shopping. And then also maybe start with one or two people on your list. I'm very close with my sister. I have a really good idea of the brands and the styles that she likes. So that's somebody who I feel like I could buy her something, you know, this holiday that's secondhand and talk about it in front of the rest of my family. And having that be something that is well-received, that can start to introduce it and make it more of a norm each year. That's sort of what I what I hope to do with my family, and I think that's a way that other people can approach it too. Mm, I love that. And I'm just thinking for my listeners who are afraid to, you know, ruffle feathers or afraid to create potential conflict or afraid to perhaps change the status quo, we can change the status quo 
without ruffling feathers by just saying, what I would love for the holidays, what I would love for Christmas is something secondhand from here or here, or here's even the hyperlink to what I'm interested in buying. As long as, of course, the hyperlink is something secondhand. That is like an easy breezy, again, dipping your toe into the conversation without ever changing anybody else's deeply held routines and rituals around gifting. So I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So thank you for that <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. I mean everybody's absolutely yeah, everybody's asking me, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And why not? Why wouldn't I ask for something secondhand that I think would work well in my life? So I do want to talk though about the m- cultural mindset shift that it seems like needs to happen. When we talk about the holidays and Christmas in particular, it's like Christmas. Is it Christmas that's in the air or is it capitalism that's in the air? And so how do you, in your capacity as a mom, sure, but more specifically in your capacity as someone who works at Poshmark, how do you see that mindset shift from revering what's new and shiny and expensive and environmentally detrimental to secondhand, keeping things out of landfills, not so shiny, but still has lots of life in them. How does that cultural shift even begin to occur? Yeah, I feel like the the holiday season, it starts earlier and earlier, right? Every year. And we're, we're just assaulted with a lot of marketing messages. It, it doesn't matter you know, how you consume media or where you go. It's all around us. And that's a very top-down way of thinking about what you buy and and what you give to the people, to your loved ones, right? I like to think of secondhand gifting and shopping as it's a much more kind of bottom-up feeling, right? It's maybe what somebody is sharing on social media or, you know, somebody on TikTok talking about what they found at the thrift store or um, people, you know, embracing a day like secondhand Sunday and talking about what it means to them. Or sellers are sellers who you know have built these resale businesses and they're out there talking about all of the items that they've sourced and how they're getting ready for gifting this year. So it's much more about a lot of individual voices that I think kind of change the trajectory here versus you know big businesses and brands telling us to buy less and buy better. I do think there are some brands who've gone that direction, but on the whole, it's about buying more. And what I really like about, you know, shopping from an individual seller or shopping from maybe even like a creator who, you know, takes vintage items and finds fun ways to upcycle them. It feels really personal. It feels really lasting. And I think a lot of us are craving that, whether we realize it or not. And when you think about what makes a great gift, I think that idea of it being personal, that's really what resonates. And so the more that we can all be talking about how we're doing that in our everyday lives and really embracing that in these big kind of consumery moments like the holiday, I think that's what's going to ultimately change the conversation. Yes. I'm thinking about, you know, I've, I've covered this topic before, essentially, how do we gift with more intention? How do we participate in the holiday season without further (laughs) destroying our planet? And I've had guests on before who have said, 
you know, stop trying to surprise the person that you're gifting. Instead, gift them something that you know they want and will use, like a gift card to the gas station, <laughs> talking about environmental degradation, but or the um, supermarket or giving them their favorite hand lotion or something that you know they're going to use up. What I hear you saying there is maybe we don't have to completely forgo the element of surprise. Perhaps we could still surprise them by infusing some creativity into our gifts with an upcycled item. Can you talk more about that? And maybe perhaps for people who are a little bit creative, but need a nudge, uh, maybe you could give us some tips. Well, I think this is, I think there's a ton of creativity out there and people who have found just amazing things to do with vintage items or dead stock items, things that really aren't being used anymore, but they find a way to bring them new life. And we've actually teamed up with Shop Goodwill this year as part of our secondhand Sunday effort. And we're hosting shows on the Poshmark platform where some of these creators are coming on Poshmark, showing what they've created and selling those items live in these live shopping shows. So that's just one way that people can access upcycled items on Poshmark, but there's a lot of people who sell full-time and that's all they do, right? Like they're creating different kinds of items with uh, other materials or other items of clothing that don't really have a purpose anymore and giving them new life. So it's so directly on the nose. Like, of course it's secondhand, right? It's upcycled, but it's very intentional, right? Like I've taken something old and I've made it new and it therefore is special for the person that I'm giving it to, or if I'm giving it to myself. So just that mark of kind of a creator and somebody who's really put the thought into making something. And along those lines, you know, one of the things that we've really seen take off on Poshmark over the last year are handmade items. So there is this increasing appetite, I think, for items that feel really special and lasting and and that have more of that handmade versus like mass-made feel to it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense for me. There's nothing that I want, <laughs> per se, that you can buy in a store. However, if someone was to make me something and quite literally infuse the thing, whether it be a fashion item with a bit of talent and creativity, whether it be a piece of art. Like if somebody made me something that had their blood, sweat, tears, and keyword love in there, that is something that's priceless. And so I feel like we sometimes forget about that when we're talking about new is best, wrap up what you bought at the store, put the receipt in in case they hate it, make it look pretty, and then stick it under the tree. There's something to be said for those infused with love items. And unfortunately, those infused with love and time and effort items tend to get lost in a capitalist society. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Kelly. I wish you such a joyous holiday season. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. Listeners, that's a wrap. Show notes are at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 420. And before we say goodbye, just a few things. On Thursday, if you are living in the U.S. like me, you are likely celebrating Thanksgiving. I will be cooking for my family on Thanksgiving. I will also be re-releasing an episode from the depths of the archives 
all on tangible ways that you can celebrate Black Friday. You can spend your day with the people you love and it has nothing to do with shopping. So that'll be a re-release. I'm re-releasing it on Thursday, a day before Black Friday. If you're new to the show, or if you missed it the first time around, or if you just need a reminder, be sure to check out that re-release. I also have a quick eco-tip for you today, and I say it's an eco-tip, but it's not environmental related, and it's not even a tip. So it is an eco-tip, but it's not an eco-tip. It's more of a reminder I, yes, I just mentioned I'm cooking Thanksgiving and I've noticed my stress and my anxieties and my just general level of patience. Like my baseline is not what it usually is. The holidays are creeping in and stressing me out, essentially. And so my reminder for all of you today is to focus on yourselves, if at all possible, first. Lean into the things that you do that make you shine, that make you happy, that light you up. I, you know, exercise is a big part of my self-care. And I found myself the other day saying, I don't have time to exercise or I don't have time to like eat a healthy meal. I'm just going to grab this bar and run out the door. No, no, no. Part of intentional living is taking care of ourselves. So it's as simple as making sure you're drinking enough water. It's as simple as making sure you're taking 20 minutes to read your book every day if reading your book brings you joy. Moving your body if movement is something that is part of your life. For me, my number one stress reliever, stress buster, is movement. And so if I feel myself getting stressed out, I shouldn't not exercise. I should exercise first, right? And so my reminder to all of you is as this season picks up and gets crazy, remember to focus on your wellness, your self-care, because you can't create the magic for everybody else if you're not first taking care of yourself. So that's my reminder. The universe is telling you through me to put yourself first. I will see you on Thursday for that re-release of Black Friday Ideas That Aren't Shopping. If you are celebrating Thanksgiving, I wish you the most wonderful holiday with your families. I appreciate and am grateful for every single one of you. And take care. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.